Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for your favorite game show. Is this a Najila card? Welcome, everyone, to the first real episode of Is This a Najila Card? I am your host, Callahan. And today, we are going to be asking this question about 10 cards from the upcoming Warhammer 40K uh, Commander set. Uh, Joining me today uh, as my uh, judge on the matter is our Najila expert himself. He is... Dr. Pong, well, near Dr. Pongo. Uh, how are you doing today, Pongo? Good, good. Glad to be here as always. And yeah. we're, we're getting close. We're very, very close. I was just we're very close. I'm, I'm really glad they started wording near doctorates. I was worried about people feeling like they had to get the whole way done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you had to do the whole thing, it would be a disaster. <laughs> this is truly tragic. Uh, also joining us today are our two contestants. First, from the great state of Nevada out west is the lovely Sage. Sage, how are you doing? I'm like, oh yeah, that is me. I'm newly <laughs> newly ro- located to Nevada, so but I'm wonderful. Thank you. This is exciting to be on, uh, I guess, the actual real feed. Yeah, uh, this is your, I, I guess, the first time that... You're on a proper Mind Sculptors podcast that isn't like an awards show thing. Um, and oh, our really? other. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it actually is wild. It's uh, scheduling with Sage is often was difficult there for a while. <laughs> uh, and uh, also joining me today is, of course, you've been uh, hearing him talk and meme over everything that i've said is uh from the okay state of massachusetts uh mr comedian uh did you know ian is in your name ian i can't believe you've brought this to the mind sculptors (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing today buddy uh, I'm great. Uh, you know, anytime a chance I get to uh, shit bus with friends, it's always a good time. <laughs> yeah, always a good time. I mean, this so is a very the way, serious thing. Yes, sure. uh, this is very, very serious uh, review. Mm-hmm. Very uh, serious topic podcast episode today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how our game today is going to work is we have five rounds with two cards in each of them. And basically what's going to happen is... Uh, you are both uh, basically what's going to happen is we have a little buzzer here that uh, unfortunately only I can hear that uh, Ian has definitely not been <laughs> taking advantage of. Uh, and it's uh, basically they will buzz in. Whoever buzzes in first will give their uh, analysis of the card. And then our resident uh, 
the Gila expert. <laughs> Mr. Almost Doctor Pongo. Resident Pongo. Yes. It's a uh, new horror game series. <laughs> but Pongo will uh kind of rate their assessment of the card and give out a point uh or some points for it. So it's a very whose line is it anyway? The points really don't matter. Uh, but we're also gonna gamify this a little bit. So without further ado, it is time. You know, we need to like um what is it? The who wants to be a millionaire uh, sound? Doo, 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 doo. Uh, it's time for round one. <laughs> oh, what? Sorry, uh, coming at the door. I think they have a cease and desist. First card uh, of round one is Ultramarines Honor Guard. It is three colorless and a white uh, creature Astartes Warrior. Uh, that is a 2-2 with squad 2, which squad is an additional cost to cast the spell. You may pay two colorless any number of times. When this creature enters the battlefield, create that many tokens that are copies of it. And the creature's ability is other creatures you control get plus one, plus one. So contestants, is this a Najila card? All right, Ian, you got to it first. Ian, is this a Najila card? <clears throat> well, you know, Najila does have uh, creatures. So the fact that this says other creatures you control is technically a relevant line of text. Um, now, as far as my awareness of the Najila archetype, it is a five color good stuff shell with a uh, very powerful commander. So when I see a card like this that anthems your entire board uh, for a whopping four to six to eight to et cetera mana uh, and look at Najila and definitely what the needs of the deck say to me is that this is is not that. <laughs> so it's not no, quite. No, this so we is have not a, a Najila card. We have a no from Ian and uh, Sage. What is your kind of take on it? So I think getting an anthem for like plus three plus three for like eight mana is definitely not great. <laughs> not a great rate. I mean, you might, if that's what you want, you might as well run true conviction for a more impactful, like <laughs> board presence. But so definitely, definitely not a Najila card. Okay. So Pongo, uh, our contestants here seem to think that this is not a Najila card. And are they right? Is this not a Najila card? Is this an on fire garbage? This is an on fire garbage. Okay. Can. Yes. To keep this educational, I suppose. Um, you know, when I look at this card, obviously, you know, the token text on this card, and this is going to be a recurring theme, is that it says warrior. Um, and, and obviously, that's an upside in Najila. Um, I consider that the squad aspect of this card, something that you're probably not actually really going to take advantage all that often just because six mana for two two twos that pump up your board that needs to be reasonably established for this to really have a major effect is probably a little too win more at the end of the day. Um, mm -hmm. Ian did sort of really uh, hit the nail on the head there. You know, Najila is a five color good stuff deck there. There is a little bit of an allowance for some synergy. Um, but that synergy needs to be efficient enough. And it also needs to be along an axis, you know, a more, a more interactive axis typically. Um, so, you know, you, you will see some people including cards like Shatterfang as a combat uh, enhancer um, because that has like a lot of synergies, not just with Najila, but with other cards in the deck. Uh, and most importantly, comes down for three mana. 
you know, for similar cards to this that aren't being run, you know, my mind immediately would go to something like Paladin class, which I would probably mm -hmm. play like well before I would ever play this card. Is mm -hmm. because for only one the one mana that you pay to start, you get a very relevant effect, which is that tax on your turn, um, which can actually help you play more proactively by uh, mm -hmm. turning off people's interaction on your turn. And then by the time you get to four mana, you've essentially copied the anthem effect. But not only have you done that, you have also split up the mana cost across multiple turns, which is nice. You don't have to hit four mana to start. Uh, and then you also kind of have the ability to then spend five mana on the following turn and get a really fairly broken effect that also enhances combat. Um, another really, really powerful card that I would play well before this would be, and, and probably before <laughs> before Paladin class, um, or rather I would play Paladin class before this card that I'm about to talk about is Shared Animosity. Uh, shared Animosity mm. is a three mana enchantment, two and a red. Uh, and it says whenever a creature you control attacks, it gets plus one plus oh until end of turn for each creature attacking for each other attacking creature that shares a creature type with it. Um, so you can naturally stack the triggers so that you've created warriors and then this triggers, which means that um, the warriors that were declared attacking will see the new warriors that are themselves attacking. Uh, and you get some really, really powerful uh, attack bonuses that way, um, which means that, you know, the, the math on it is that. People die very quickly, you know, without getting too specific. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a final card that I think is like miles better. And I would probably play maybe even before shared animosity. And Ian is going to appreciate this, but I'm going to have to dock points because you didn't mention him is Jetmir. Um, <laughs> who, if I needed to play, you know, something that was purely just a combat enhancer, it would be Jetmir, uh, you know, one. Jetmir even before <laughs> Jetmir. Um, the math on that is, uh, once again, that people die exceptionally quickly <laughs> in conjunction with Najila uh, to the mm -hmm. point, to, to such an extent that I actually have, you know, I, I run it, quote unquote, in sort of my, my more Mimi, uh, you know, hidden commander <laughs> Winota uh, with, uh, you yeah. know, hidden commander Jetmir, <laughs> Najila brew. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, you I, just have a Najila list that is inside of it decks that I play seriously at tournaments. <laughs> well, so the original conceit of that deck was, you know, Pongo X Rebel, right? Um, and, and it just and turned into Pongo X Ian. It, it ended up turning into, no, a menage a trois, that comedian was that Ian, you were not actually aware that you were a part of um, with Winota being included alongside Sisse, uh, Weatherlight Captain. Oh um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think, uh, Ian, you know, you raise good points. You're absolutely right. Uh, Sage as well, obviously, uh, kudos to you for agreeing with Ian. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go ahead and award Ian five points. Five points. Ooh. All right. Uh, so five points there for Ian for buzzing in first. Our next card is it's another squad creature which is Vanguard Suppressor. It costs three colorless and a blue uh, Astartes Warrior that is a 3-2 with flying and has the ability Suppressing Fire. Whenever Vanguard Suppressor deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So contestants, is this a Najila card? Uh, Sage, is this a Najila card? I'm going to go with no. Because while a 3-2 flyer is pretty attractive, uh, it's for four mana. And while it is nice to be able to draw a card off of combat damage, that's 
going to be something that's going to pair better with Timna or like in a Timna base shell. And having the squad two to get extra copies of it for like six mana, if they get to attack in mm-hmm. uncontested, if they do combat damage, you get to draw two cards. Like there are definitely much more efficient value engines. Like for that rate, you might as well just run like Biden of Thassa in order to draw cards when all, when all of your creatures deal combat damage. So just for the rates alone, it is. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Ian, your your thoughts on it as well. So the the art, I assume, is going to be on the screen at the current moment, right? Yes. Or at least the picture of the card. Yeah. So yeah. while I agree with everything Sage is saying at the current moment, I also think that until this point, Najila really hasn't had access to guns. So I think it's really <laughs> important to recognize the fact that <laughs> Najila uh, could have a Gatling gun. Uh, and I think... Najila was scary enough as it is. Uh, so if if a Najila is being backed up by a, a a thick marine with a Gatling gun, or I guess you know marine, a literal a literal heavy tank, a literal heavy tank. Uh, you know, I I was already terrified of Najila, but I'm also scared of bullets. So I'm gonna say yes. This is a Najila <laughs> card. Okay, so we've got a a yes from Sage or a yes from Ian and a no from Sage. Mm-hmm. So Pongo, is this a Najila card? I'm just saying, Ian. Have you seen the arms on Professional Facebreaker? Because Najila <laughs> definitely has access to guns. You know, um, his arms. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, our our co-hosts here uh, absolutely once again. I think raise excellent points. Um, I think I think Sage raises probably the most important points, uh, which is. Oh, you mean the guns isn't an important point? Uh, uh, Listen, this is America, Pongo. (laughs) Yeah, this is America. That's fair. That's true. I guess. You know what, Ian? You didn't play to your audience. That's 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 the issue. That's yeah. Um, So, you know, without turning this episode into the garbage can on fire, garbage can, we'll, we'll move away from the gun conversation. But um, yeah, so certainly the uh, the the point about this card, uh, the rate of this card is is a really really important one. Um, again, the warrior text does not offset the fact that you know for four mana, you know as Sage mentioned, you could play something like Biden to Thassa. Um, more importantly, you, you could be playing something like Toski, um, which is a card that you know quite a few people do play in Gila, and it's not uh, an absurd card to play um you know i've tried it out in the past and at four mana you know it's a much stronger card than this is and i have found (laughs) it too slow um so you know this card certainly does not reach the ceiling of toski um Mm -hmm. and and the floor of it is also just relatively weak right because like i'm not playing grob um okay adversary anymore and that's basically just like a two or went out for the homies yeah this is basically a two mana version of this card a lot of the time um, you know, the issue being that compared to something like Mindblade Render, it needs to attack. It needs to connect. So that makes it much slower. It makes more dark confidence speed as opposed to Mindblade Render, which draws a card typically when it comes down or mm-hmm. does an impression of turn one Najila if you can play it off of a Chrome Mox. Um, so there just really isn't a slot for cards like these. Um, the flying is nice, naturally, um, but, you know, it, it, it just... It just compares poorly to a lot of other options that the deck currently doesn't play. I will say to uh, any Najila pilots out there who are looking for card draw, 
Uh, I cannot recommend Rafine enough to you. Uh, the card is straight gas in the Gila decks. Uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're doing anything with your graveyard, Rafine, like, just, it, it is exactly, like, the perfect type of filtering. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sage buzzed in first, got the answer correct. How many points are you going to give Sage on this one, Pongo? Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to give Sage, I think six points for raising okay. their cogent point. And mm-hmm. I'm going to give Ian two points for making me laugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sweet. So after our first round, that brings us to the comedian. Uh, did you know that your name Ian is in that, by the way? I'm going to hang up this phone call immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So that places uh, Ian at seven points and Sage at uh, six points. So now it is time. What'd you say? I said tight race, tight race, tight race, very tight race. (laughs) Uh, That moves us over into round two. Starting us off for round two is our first and I'm pretty only pretty sure only a non-creature spell of this entire review. And that is Deny the Witch. It is a one a colorless white blue black instant that says counter target spell activated ability or triggered ability. Its controller loses life equal to the number of creatures you control. So, contestants, I'm going to ask you, is Deny the Witch a Najila card? All right, Sage got there first. So, Sage, Deny the Witch, is this one colorless and an Esper counterspell good enough in Najila because it's also kind of an Exsanguinate to some degree? All right, well, while I love that they have a card for Deny the Witch because it's one of the saves that you make in 40k, which is, I don't know, anyway, against spellcasters. Uh, the color intensity on casting this is ridiculous. Like, like it's a disallow plus an, ins- an exsanguinate, and that is not great. Like, how often, like, if you do enough damage to someone where they would die, like, you're winning anyways, and I don't think you need to... I don't think you need a counterspell to back that up with. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Ian, you have the floor now. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I think just even before we start like thinking about the application of the card, um, there are many people like me, and I assume a lot of magic demographic sort of falls into this, where uh, if a witch were to proposition you as a human being, uh, I know I would not say no. So the idea that not only would I deny a witch, but then uh, make a card about it to to mock the aforementioned witch who has propositioned you. I think it's just is, really is, rude, isn't it? It's it's <laughs> extremely heretical, and I believe that even in the in the flavor text, it says the heresy cannot stand, and I think the heresy is the initial denial of the witch itself. So uh, wow, this card wow. is pro chaos over here. This card is poppycock, <laughs> <laughs> and I will have none of it. Uh, also, it's 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 a bad magic card. <laughs> I wouldn't even run this in casual. Oh my god! Yes, okay, that. Uh, so Pongo, uh, it seems like we've got a pretty conclusive uh, statement over here. What are your thoughts on the card? 
yeah just don't play four mana pieces of interaction basically right like for four mana i expect something to have the same impact as something like a culling ritual right um yeah whereas this is something that you're gonna need to somehow find four mana at some point in the game you know to, to pass the turn with to hold up to counter somebody's you know one or two mana spell which is not mana efficient um and so you know normally you want your counter spells to you know be less mana than the spell you're countering so that you can double spell you can do something on your turn and then hold up interaction uh at the same time so yeah don't play four mana interaction um just don't like sage was saying uh i wouldn't even play this in casual Mm -hmm. so and mostly because you don't want to deny the witch Um, well mm -hmm. so i was gonna say i think sage raised a good point that you shouldn't even be playing this in casual so for that i'm gonna give sage uh (laughs) eight points and i'm gonna and ian uh i'm turning you into a frog (laughs) okay Uh, so what, 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 God damn it. What was that card that was in, uh, that rebel pulled out of her cute cube over the weekend? Uh, I had the tap. No, it was like, uh, um, Nibian, um, Nibian, that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, he has Omnibian to you. Uh, all right. So clear the buzzers here and not we will go to yeah, not pongified say, and not referencing the card, that you know, turn to frog. Which is don't turn things into frogs. They don't turn things but, into monkeys. Frog lizards. But my favorite well. thing about on, on, what was it again? Omnibian. Uh, Omnibian <laughs> is that it doesn't change like. Anything relevant, relevant, it just makes it a frog and it's a three, three and that's it. And that's, that's all it changes. Still has all of its abilities, all of that stuff. And I think that's, Uh, you you still have this on the Gila. What are you talking about? That's really (laughs) relevant. If you use it on the get rug monster, because you've literally turned it into a three, three instead of a six, six. It still has death touch. (laughs) It's true. It's no longer a horror either. Which is exceptionally relevant. No, it doesn't lose other types. It just becomes oh, it a frog. Lose other types. Yeah, it just becomes <laughs> a frog. It doesn't gain so any types. It <laughs> yeah, just becomes it is, a three-three. It is this, and uh, it is it is delightful. Uh, but anyhow, uh, the next card for round two is Celestine, the Living Saint, which is a four colorless and a white human warrior legendary creature that is a three-four. With flying and lifelink, and it has the ability healing tears at the beginning of your end step. Return target creature card with mana value X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield, where X is the amount of life you gained this turn. So, players, is this an Ajila card? And right away we have Ian buzzing in. So, Ian, is uh, this totally not Angel? A Najila card. So, <clears throat> fun fact, this is a human that you can cheat onto the battlefield, hypothetically with a card, I don't know, like Winota. Uh, and I have said publicly in that server that I do not like this card. So imagine having to cast this card and then wait a turn for it to attack. 
That's end true. Of sentence dropping microphone <laughs> walking away. <laughs> <laughs> not a mic not a mic dropping sentence, a sentence dropping microphone. Well, to to, to be fair, you don't have to it doesn't technically have to attack. You could have activated Najila that turn as well. Uh, oh, good old fashioned right. ten, that mana, ten mana. You yeah. know, I hadn't thought about that. You know, it, you know, it's just, that's just a good Christian use of mana. Okay, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, Sage, what is your opinion on the card? Uh, well, if I specifically, if you're doing an Najila hidden Winota commander, I think you totally run this because one. Nijila and Winota together they they form the foundations for the Adeptus Sororitas, who Celestine is like the living saint for. So absolutely, and plus the synergy with Nijila's activated ability, it's just it's a flavor win. <laughs> I need so Pongo. Do you know anything about our? Okay, I, before we get, even get Pongo's reactions, quick poll among the people who are here. Uh, who knows? anything about Warhammer outside I of these fucking cards. fucking love War. Can we? Yeah. I've gathered that. I've gathered that. Oh, no, I, I'm, um, I, I played a lot of Warhammer. I love when I was Warhammer okay. 40k lore. Okay. Attempting to understand what Sage said has caused some blood to start oozing out of my ear. <laughs> I, I have I have heard what you have said. I have processed that information and it has come out the other end and it just has it, it it's the same. It's like when I eat corn. Uh, it just you I know. Want to hear about your fecal properties? <laughs> Thank you so much. And neither does I think maybe our audience. <laughs> no, I think our audience definitely wants to know about my foul uh, I will. I will say these commander decks have uh, inspired me to at least know a little bit about the 40k lore because I think the the amount of like really cool art or like weird backstories I've heard about looking at these decks i'm like oh this they actually have a really rich universe and i'm actually kind of curious about how that goes yeah uh so Pongo, back to the uh question at hand is celestine is that how i say the word uh the name celestine uh yeah. a Najila. it's not a particularly or, hard name yeah well you know <laughs> i've Kellis time obviously <laughs> listen i've ruined worse names so <laughs> Easier names, so <laughs> I used to be Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this a Najila card? No, surprise. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, I do have some points to award. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. Despite the fact that um, you know it, it was completely wrong. I do think Sage's take was exceptionally based, and as mm-hmm. such, I will be giving Sage 69 points. Nice. Uh, 69 yes, points. queen! Comedian, I will be granting you 34 points for a correct okay, answer. Okay. okay. <laughs> for buzzing in first, mind you, uh, being the one who actually buzzed in, uh, that's what you got. I slammed that buzzer. I'm not gonna lie. You, you really, you really did. Uh, this was mostly to inform the Winoda uh, pilots in the audience that this card is a trap. <laughs> I mean, look, we've got to do our duty. This is an educational program. It for is sure, indeed sure. a, an educational program. Uh, so that makes the points after round two. Ian, uh, the comedian, 
Hey, did you know that Ian is in your uh, name? Oh my God! Goodbye, <laughs> Cal. Cal <laughs> it's enough every time. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Ian with forty-one points, and Sage with a crisp. Uh, what is that? Seventy-seven points. So, this game's rigged. <laughs> it is indeed a little. Or excuse me, no, ex, uh, no, it's more than that. It is. Uh, it should be eighty-three points. Eighty-three points. Oh shit! It's okay. We're entering into the really high point on snow. Yeah. So 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 now we're moving into. <laughs> is that how this works. Yeah. Okay. Don't nothing now. It's it's the higher we get in it, the more high we are. Uh, did I forget to tell you guys that? Ah, uh, oh, damn! I should have packed a ball. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did. Uh, I did not see this next one coming. Okay. Uh, so the next wow. card. Uh, so we go to round three, and the first card on our list here is Commissar Severina Rain, which is a legendary human soldier. That's a two-two that costs one colorless, a white, and a black. And has the two different abilities. One is a leading from the front. Whenever Commissar attacks, each opponent loses X life, where X is the number of other attacking creatures. And Summary Execution, which is a static ability uh, or an activated ability, excuse me, that costs two colorless and sacrifice another creature, you gain two life and draw a card. Uh, so let me clear the buzzers here. And players, is this an Ajila card? Ian, you have buzzed in first. Ian, quick draw. Is this <laughs> an Ajila card? Um, I actually like. I don't think it's good enough, but I think this by far is the closest thing to an Ajila card we've seen. Um, mm -hmm. I I think the card is definitely a, a, a unique card and. You know, if you're playing like a token-esque strategy or a strategy that goes wide, the card is definitely at least interesting. Um, the fact that it is card draw and technically speaking, like a clock on your opponents is kind of cool. Unfortunately, uh, as as the the serious answers of this show are going to point out, uh, the threshold for CEDH viability is uh, ridiculously high um, because you're competing with like 20,000 other cards, especially in a five color deck, right? Right. So the idea that this drain and gain card, despite actually being like a really solid rate, uh, is unfortunately just going to probably fall flat. Yeah. And that's that's evaluating it as far as an Ajila card, obviously. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just, just so we're clear for the viewers at home, Sage is the commissar a Najila card, in your opinion. Yeah, that's the thing is, it it, it is super close, because I think if you're playing a really mid-rangey Najila list, I can definitely see this being a, a, like a halfway decent finisher, because it allows you to get in damage without even, uh, well, mm. by just attacking with your creatures and not needing to connect, which is interesting, so you can, if you do manage to attack and get in damage, you're effectively having the clock that your opponents have to deal with your with your threats. And having the card draw on it for two generic isn't the worst thing in the world, but it's not a fucking warrior. So no. <laughs> it's not it's a Jula card. But yeah. neither is Refrain, to be to be fair. Um neither is that ending sold me. No. I'm so uh, <laughs> I'm I'm Pongo is Derevi a warrior? Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Pongo, uh, 
Yeah. We have a couple question or a couple answers here. So we will throw it over to you. Is this indeed a Najila card or not? I, I so I do like that Ian was quick to point out that this is probably like the closest. Um and obviously uh Sage kind of echoed that opinion, uh mentioning that you know you could conceivably imagine like a more mid-ranging Najila where this would be sort of like a finisher type card. Um now they were both also correct in saying that no it's it's doesn't quite meet the threshold um i'm not even convinced that it would meet the threshold as a two drop uh instead of a three drop um Mm -hmm. which you know mostly that has to do with the fact that it's fairly slow um and and part of that is that severina needs to attack herself Um, so, you know, as a three drop, naturally you're playing it, essentially doing nothing with it right away, uh, waiting for it to attack the next turn. Maybe, you know, if this happens, um, you know, sort of in your best case scenario on your second combat, um, then you're draining everybody at the table for what, for like four or five. Um, and then, you know, for like seven, you know, I, I, I did the math at one point and she is not really better than most of the combat enhancers that you could play. Um, you know, so for example, I mentioned a few earlier, um, she's not faster than those, uh, you know, kind of where we're at with Najila is that some of like these dedicated combat enhancer cards can get you there in four combats. You know, the table is dead after four combats. Um, and that's kind of been like, uh, a wall and it's hard to imagine a card really breaking past that wall just because of the way Najila's math works out the progression um you know any card that would enhance that combat needs to you know factor in that in those first like couple of combats uh you you have like you know four attackers and like seven attackers and then it's like boom i've got a million attackers right um Mm -hmm. so so yeah so getting there by combat four is considered you know the, the the standard for like a card that might be a dedicated enhancer um Beyond that, I'm not actually convinced that for two mana, sacrificing a creature, gaining two life and drawing a card is good enough. Um, okay. You know, I don't think that the complete package of this card, uh, the rate on these abilities quite work out. Um, so if this was a two mana card and that ability was a one mana ability, if both Ooh, of those different. knobs were tweaked, yeah. then maybe. Um, yeah. If you only tweak one of those knobs, then I, don't, I still don't think it's good enough. And as is, it's not good enough. I will say uh, I do think that in like my pod build of Najila, it's a little more interesting uh, simply because of the fact that it is a three drop that can sacrifice arena rector. Uh, and I like your, the point of a lot of having those three drops is Athena. Come here. Um. A lot of the three drops that you have, the point of having those three drops is so that you, you can go, the go get thing. Vivian, yeah. you uptick on the three drop, and that's partially why you picked Njila. So having a value engine that also sacks Academy Rector mm-hmm. or Arena Rector, excuse me, 
uh, is an interesting prospect in that deck. And in the uh, 99, it's kind of like a Minsk with upside. If you look yeah. at it from that specific archetype. Yeah. Right. And I think that's uh, kind of an interesting avenue. I'm probably going to test it a little bit. Uh, the problem with testing that card in that deck means that I have to play that card in right. that deck. <laughs> uh, and I have, uh, I, I, I have been enjoying not playing Najila recently. Uh, but <laughs> I think another thing worth mentioning is, um, you know, Sage mentioned, you know, perhaps in like a more mid rangey shell, but I think the, the pick over that would still be something like Devilish Valet, um, where you could just mm-hmm. like, absolutely nuke somebody off the face of the earth like on like target player is it each no no devilish valet's power doubles each time a creature enters the battlefield well i'm just no i meant the the commissar oh the commissar is each this can at least like hit everybody right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. thinking but devilish valet i think will have more immediate impact one sure um and two probably gets there in the same like against the whole table at least in a similar time frame mm-hmm. um so I, I prefer the prospect of like immediately wiping out somebody on like combat three when it comes down because it has haste <laughs> for some reason right um and then you know kind of like in the same amount of turns uh taking out everybody else right so uh points time for points pongo uh we did have ian who did buzz in first uh, so how are we awarding points here? I can't keep giving Ian points for having a faster internet connection. Um, <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, I have a quick draw that yeah. is much the likes of the Marshalls back in the day. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, both of the players raised very good points. Um, I think Sage raised the, the more interesting point. Um, but Ian naturally did did get there first. So Ian, I'm going to give you... Uh, a solid 50 points and nice. and sage because I, I certainly appreciated the point that you raised it made me think a little bit um i'm gonna also give you 25 points all right uh so that brings us to the next card on our list which is thunderwolf cavalry which is a 4-4 astartes warrior that costs four colorless and a white it has first strike and says whenever Thunderwolf Cavalry Whenever Thunderwolf Cavalry deals combat damage to a player, put a plus one plus one counter on each other creature you control. So players, is this a Najila card? All right, Sage has buzzed in. Sage <laughs> Is this a Najila card? I mean, listen, if we're not playing Ultramarine's Honor Guard, we're certainly not playing this. Putting 1-1 one, one counters on your dudes to make them, to pump them up at the, uh, after they've done combat damage, it's really, it's just win more, it's white, like, white is probably the least played color in Najila, and it's just, it's not worth it. Despite Excuse having you. cute puppies like, on it. I like, I like white cards, thank you. I, I do too, big fan. But this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. All right. Uh, Ian, any thoughts from you? Uh, so so my first thought is a bit of a, a meme thought, which is, no, this is not a Najila card. It's an 80s movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thunderwolf Cavalry. Right? Like, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in Thunderwolf Cavalry. <laughs> 
<laughs> directed oh, by. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of like <laughs> would pay to see it. <laughs> Only um, in, no, it's a direct to VHS movie. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that is definitely a straight. In a VHS. world where people ride wolves, <laughs> <laughs> one wolf stayed out in a storm for too long. Then he gained the power of Zeus. <laughs> Starring probably, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, probably a better movie than it's Thor. It's me. Love and I'm a wolf. <laughs> um, but my real answer for this card is. Uh, so imagine like this card, right? Now imagine it costs two less mana and it had flying. This card exists. It's called Drana Liberator of Malakir, mm. and it's still not an Ajila <laughs> card. So okay. uh, I would like to really just put that final pin in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You bring up Thunder a valid Wolf. point. Uh, Sage, what is your thought on this uh, 80s uh <laughs> Action Sage, movie Sage that definitely definitely had Sage, Sage uh, music started this one off. This this definitely <laughs> yeah. had. Oh, that's Cal. right, you you did. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the opportunity for more points. Let's My brain <laughs> is. I definitely did not wake up from a nap before you're, we started. You're recording. too deep in the Thunder Wolf. Is what's happening. <laughs> I just oh like my. in my that's brain. That's also an '80s movie, but in a different part of the video True. story. My brain just was like, "Oh man, this definitely." Th this was one of those '80s movies that had like, like a totally normal cast of like action stars, and then some fucking random ass like musician that just got the job like freddie yeah, mercury sure. as yeah the the goblin or whatever i don't know like you know how oh, they used like to do that in those movies Sting plays like, the voice of the wolf for yeah, sure exactly. Sting <laughs> plays the voice of the wolf. oh and, and exec definitely like walks into his boss's office and he's like what if mad max but wolves <laughs> <laughs> like it, in, instead in the, of in the tundra, yeah, instead of everything instead of in the makes desert. it good, it's wolves. <laughs> it's wolves. <laughs> <laughs> so Pongo, uh, what are your opinions on this card, and uh, how do you feel about um, the opinions shared here? I mean, Ian raised an excellent point. Um, it's certainly more of an '80s movie. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's Drana, <laughs> Liberator of Malakir, or whichever one. Um, is, is absolutely kind of just the, the better version of this card. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think, you know, Sage did buzz in first. Uh, and Sage, I think your conclusion was correct, ultimately, that this is not an Achila card. Um, I do disagree with the notion that you can't play this because it's a white card, especially considering it's a five drop. Um, it's very easy to be able to pay one white by the time you have five mana, uh, mm -hmm. even in a five color deck. Um, but you know, I think you're 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 ultimately you, you were sort of on the right track uh, and I agree with everything else. Um, so you did buzz in first. So that's certainly worth something. Um, <laughs> so. Wow. All right. <laughs> we'll go with 50 points. Cool <laughs> 50 points. All right. 50 points for Sage. And also, Ian. Um, you know, for raising the most valuable points probably of the evening um, thus far. I, I'm going to award you 
50 points as well. And in addition, a bonus, you are no longer a frog. You've transformed oh, back into God. a prince. You're, oh, you're no longer so upsettingly long. You're no longer just a three, three yourself that's a three three and yeah, a frog. Yeah, yeah. You're just now yourself. I've been um, unomnibian. Thank you so much. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so after a round three, our point totals are uh we have Sage leading with a point total of 158 points. And the comedian, hey, did you know that your name is uh I in swear to God damn it. God tell it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Ian has a hundred and forty-one points going into round three, or excuse me, round four. So with that being said, let's head on over into round four. The first card on our list over here is Gearson Starn. Keller Morph, which is a 3-2 legendary creature that is a Tyranid human that costs one colorless, a blue, and a red, that has Ward 2 and the ability 3 auto stubs. It's kind of hard to read the, like, uh, italicized letters Mm -hmm. sometimes. Uh, And the ability is whenever another source you control deals exactly one damage to a permanent or player Gearson deals two damage to that permanent or player. So players, is this a Najila card? All right, Ian, you have buzzed in. What is <sighs> your thoughts on this? I guess my question is, uh, and, and Pongo will have to address this in time, but uh, what do we want for Najila going into the future, right? Do we want Najila to be a soulless husk of a deck? Or do we want Najila to have a rootin' tootin' space cowboy shooting two damage anytime something does one damage or something? And I pew, think... Pew, <laughs> pew, pew exactly. Thank you, Sage. I believe Sage deserves additional points just for... <laughs> <laughs> this is actually very relevant. All right, um, uh, take fifteen points from Ian and please transfer them to Sage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. You thank have you. lost. I'm willing to give up these points. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but this this uh, hardy gunslinger here deserves to be in Najila, whether or not it is, I guess, objectively correct to do so. And on top of that, <laughs> Najila's over here shooting out one ones like it was my uh, Smith and Weston firing from the hip. So I think oh that. But this tyrannid humid deserves to uh, say draw a time or two, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, sage, what are your sage words on this? Oh, that's too much pressure now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like Pongo said earlier, is that we when we're looking for cards, we want to look at like three or lower. And so this definitely fits the bill for that. Uh, much like the Severina, but this actually has Ward 2, which is surprisingly notable. But the exactly one damage, I mean, it doesn't have to attack in to get it. It just gets it, you know, from from whenever. I think it's also interesting with the fact that the Gila is also running Chatterfang and those squirrels are running around too with the, the, a lot of the incidental token damage, but... At the end of the day, I think <clears throat> this is just too narrow of a card, and you already have more concise win conditions uh, for Najila, and I don't think it gets there. 
Okay, Pongo. So your thoughts on this, you have a, you know, it's a rootin' tootin' uh, fastest gun in the West take, and you have Sage just not thinking that's quite good enough. What are your thoughts, Pongo? Is this a Najila card, or is this an on-fire garbage can? Um, well, yeah, this is definitely an on-fire garbage can. I'm sorry, Ian. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate the idea you know that or, or or the fact that this is a very very cool card flavorfully and and looks very very cool um and and certainly you know in 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 my younger days i might have actually considered that enough of a pro to include the card in the deck but as it turns out um once again you know any all, all these cards the, the najila server has done the math for them uh so big surprise and even though even though this is like technically like a damage tripler for like the warrior tokens, right. it still doesn't actually speed up the combat clock that significantly, you know, somehow. Really? Yeah, well, because again, just because of the way the sort of exponential progression of the geo works out. Um, okay. So it's just not enough extra damage to like warrant playing this card, you know, over some other card that theoretically you know is just like a purely you know pure combat enhancer that gets you there on um combat four let's say okay um you know some of the upsides of this card are that like you know you could imagine that it kind of gives things like pseudo unblockable but like realistically like it's it's the same as just like any anthem effect in that respect um so so really it's just a, a damage enhancer um, and, and those are not that exciting, you know, again, like, okay. you know, we're not playing sort of the, the, the peak, the, the top two, I would say like major damage enhancers, which are on the one hand, um, uh, what, what's his name? The, the, the creature there, Jetmir. Um, yeah. and then on the other hand, there's the enchantment, um, shared animosity which I, I think those are like mathematically the two sort of like best your combat damage enhancers um right. and so you know this doesn't really line up well against either of those and while the ward two i do agree is really interesting and ward two is kind of like where i start paying attention um right this is just not a card that i'm like imagine people care to remove all that much anyway so the ward <laughs> is kind of just token text uh, you know un- when you're not building around this card specifically, I should say. Um, there, right. there are cool things you can do with this card, but I don't think it's specifically playing it in Najila. Well, let's award some points. So based on your assessment of their uh, reviews, what, do you, what are your thoughts here, Ponga? Well, I don't appreciate that, that Ian was threatening me with the threat okay. of violence of guns again. Um, you know, th- those are very transparent. Attempts to try to to bully me as the judge, as it were. Um, but I but I've already penalized Ian enough. Um, Sorry, my washing machine exploded all over my kitchen. Oh, so I oh just no! Had to clean up, like, like my entire kitchen floor was just covered in suds, and I was just oh, like, boy. Up. "Nice." Oh no! Well, yeah. now I feel bad. So Ian, yeah, he was just <laughs> penalizing you. I I am um, going to award you the fifteen points that I took from you earlier that oh, i gave to you. sage thank you, thank you, so much. you can have those back um, <laughs> okay and Holy shit, that was wild and an additional 50 sorry an additional 60 points 
because you have to deal with that. But yeah. but in the future, <laughs> don't so threaten me with violence again. Um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And Sage, um, I think, uh, you know, I, I appreciated what you had to say about the card. I think that you raised valuable points. So um, I'm also going to award you 47 points. 47 nice. points. This feels oddly specific. <laughs> yes, it is. It is oddly specific, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> the next card here of this fourth round is Vexilus Praetor. It is a 3-4 uh, Custodies Warrior that it costs three colorless in a white. It has Flash Vigilance and Aegis of the Emperor. Commanders you control have protection from everything. So, players. Is this an Agila card? All right. And Mr. Ian, uh, are you sure you're prepared to answer this? Like, you know, it's, you know, there's suds all over your, your, your dining room or your, your kitchen. Uh, emotionally, I, I guess I am at the, uh, much like the suds erupting from my washing machine. I am an exploding point. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I will be okay. Okay. Uh, so is Vexilus Praetor a, a Najila card? Mm. So things that are positives for this card. It is a warrior. It comes in at instant speed. Uh, and it protects your commander. Okay. Negatives for this card. The mana cost. Okay. Now, it may seem like that's an outweighed scale, uh, but it's a pretty solid negative. Uh, okay. Four mana is, as Pongo mentioned earlier, uh, a culling ritual amount of mana. And uh, one mana away from an Adnaz, or a Toski amount of mana. Um, and a God's Willing costs a single mana and lets you scry. So mm-hmm. I don't know why a God's Willing on a body really does that much more to uh, help you in securing victory. I okay. think the card is definitely cool, um, but the cost is just... I mean, if this was like two mana, then I think this would be actually a playable card. But okay. even two mana, one, two, three mana... Sweet. Yeah, even at three mana, I would not play this card. So... Uh, I highly doubt Pongo, master of all card quality, will uh, allow this to to darken. <laughs> well, Ian, uh, you, uh, Sage, you do have the floor now. Uh, what is your take on this uh, this uh, magic? Listen, in the year of our Lord 2022, we cannot be flashing people anymore. That is just not okay. Oh my goodness. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, four mana for a three, four with vigilance, like, eh, like it doesn't even have evasion. It doesn't draw cards. It doesn't. It's just to protect, protect Najila and Najila only costs three mana. It's fairly easy to recast time after time or to pivot to a different plan if that plan has fallen through. So it just a heckin heckin nope from me. Okay. Big heckin nope. Pongo, I do know. You have some thoughts on this card specifically. So what are, uh, is this a Najila card? Well, I just have to say before anything else, you know, yes, it is 2022. But in 2022, we will soon be able to mind Goblin. 
Um, so I, I totally think it's, please don't make me have to interact with that car. Just, <laughs> just, you know what? I'm going to cut this from the, the episode. It, now. It's only no, fair uh, to, for me to be able to flash in my Ogma and, and tell people the Ogma while, you know, they mind goblin, um, uh, <laughs> shaking their head. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, Ian raises an excellent point about the mana cost of this card. Um, ultimately, that's kind of the major lever that Wizards of the Coast has that they can pull and push uh, to, you know, make a card, well, you know, no pun intended, literally pushed um, or not. Um, you know, if you make a card cost one less mana or one more mana, that can be sort of make or break for a card's competitive viability. Uh, and we see this sort of time and time again with you know the majority of of competitive formats uh you know most cards uh you know topping out at like three mana uh in, in terms of mana mana value mana cost um <clears throat> with with rare exceptions so paying four mana for this is a tough sell it also just i think compares very very poorly to another four mana flash threat which is notion thief like i think if i wanted to <laughs> play a four mana flash threat i would just play notion thief like every time mm -hmm. and just say like to hell with the protection for my commander the thing about Najil, the way it's built is that the deck tries not to be over reliant on the commander sort of as much as possible because that's a common axis that people want to fight you on um you know on the one hand this protects you on that axis on the other hand, it costs four mana to do that. And it's much easier for people to say, here's my one mana removal before your four mana protection piece comes down. Um, I do like the thought of this being a two drop. You know, that was titillating. Um, Ian, Ian's suggestion <laughs> of this as a two mana card, I, I would certainly appreciate that being printed because I would, right. you know, pretty strongly consider that at like counter spell mana. But at four mana, it's too much. Yeah. So, so yeah. Not a Najila card. Okay, and I'm sorry. So points I, I, that we're I'm, handing out. Don't even fully understand why Phoenix is still testing it. Sorry, so Phoenix. I, I, <laughs> I will you. say as far as... Phoenix is actually it, testing this card? Interesting. But Phoenix yeah, also just kind of knows <laughs> that it's like futile to test it. It's kind of just I, like I really the like obligation. It in, I really like it in... Uh, uh, what's, the, what's the deck? Uh, Lavinia, specifically. Uh, it's quite good there. Um, giving Lavinia protection from everything is uh, pretty okay. Uh, but we're not here to talk about Lavinia. Pongo, what are your uh, points that you're dishing out here for this round? Well, so Ian, once again, got there first on the buzzer. Um, you know, we're going to need to, you know, put a, you know, we need to slow down that internet connection of yours or something. Um, <laughs> so let's see. We're gonna go with sixty points for Ian for raising good points. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that Sage also raised some valuable points. So let's go with forty points for Sage. Forty points for Sage. Okay. So that makes our point totals going into our fifth and final round. Sage, 245 points, and Ian, 276 points. This is oh, our final round. Let's <gasps> get into it. Uh, the last two cards that we will be discussing today, 
The first card on that list is Abaden the Despoiler, which Callahan. is a five. No, Callahan. What? Oh, you lose all Abaddon's. Abaddon? Abaddon. This is a real name that people have. Okay. <laughs> is it a real name people have? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have never met a single person named Abaddon. I've also never met an Abaddon. It's but old-timey as fuck. Yeah. Okay. But, like, so I don't think it's a common enough name that I would fault Callahan for, for that. Yeah, It's, fuck it's just you. more specifically the way you m- made... The mistake... The specific mistake you made was particularly offensive to me. Abaddon the Despoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a 5-5 legendary Astartes warrior that has trample and the keyword ability of Mark of Chaos Ascendant, which during your turn, spells you cast from your hand with mana value X or less have Cascade, where X is the total amount of life opponents have lost this turn. So, players, is this a Najula card? Oh, you both buzzed in very quickly, and it looks like Ian did just barely beat you out. Uh, But Ian is Abaddon, a Najila card. Well, I've I've been waiting with a a bedated breath uh, for this, but um, (laughs) (laughs) here's a despoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) There is a... No reason to play this card. Hear me out, though. Have we ever played Yidris in Najila? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> if exactly. not, I would be suspect of this card. Now, you may say, well, <laughs> Ian, you fool. You could spend five mana, then go to combat with Najila, <laughs> and then all your spells have Cascade. And I would say, sure, um... Now, what mana are you holding up after you've cast your five mana Astartes Warrior, uh, Abadabadoo? Um, and then I would uh, I would have some questions about how you already won this game and how you haven't already won this game. <laughs> yeah. Who has no, like a it sounds like a like Philadelphia style, like griddle, like somebody's cooking cheesesteaks in the background. Or, or it's like raining oh, somewhere. My partner's cooking uh, dinner. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, it just, I can, I can hear like, uh, the, the like sizzle. And the I was sizzle. like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but you could not hear my washing machine. Explode. I could not hear your washing machine. Uh, so that is a positive at least. So Sage, uh, you also think that this kind of falls into that. You just category. What are your thoughts on the card? Yeah, so, I mean, because th- there are no other cards in Najila that are really going to make your opponents lose life, which would be the upside of Abaddon, which is that you don't have to um, have gone to combat in order to get that cas- Cascade trigger. Um, if As long as they've just lost life, then you turn that ability on, but there's nothing else that's going to like turn that on for uh, to make this card active in Najila. It's five mana and three colors which is just such a restrictive casting cost and with no way to like to cheat it in it's a shitty reanimation target like why even waste your time with that and i mean like 
And it hurts me because as much as I love anyone who heralds together the fractured, you know, legions of chaos, I love that, <laughs> but it's just not for this deck. <laughs> oh, it's All definitely right. a vibe for sure. <laughs> so Pongo, uh, do you agree with them? Is this not a Najila card? Yeah, it turns out it's not a Najila card. Um, you know, to no one's surprise, perhaps. Uh, I think that the points that were raised were very good. You know, once again, um, we're, we're seeing designs that are very much... Um, th- they have not been pushed for competitive play, let's put it that way. And, and that is mm. primarily to do with the mana costs, but uh, also to do with the fact that they tend to have sort of like bigger, splashier effects um, that tend to scale well, you know, maybe more into like longer games, more casual games, stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just, you know, that's just the devo- design philosophy of the product. Um, and it's, you know, who the product's for. It's not really for, for CEDH players. Um, and Except those skull clamps just look beautiful. <laughs> What <laughs> the skull clamp in the, the, in the, the skull clamp yes. in the in the, the, the in reprints the are nice. very yes. good. Yes, and I'm a big fan Anyhow. of a lot of the reprints and the arts and stuff like that. But you know that that's yeah. neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so you know beyond the points that were raised, I think is kind of just like the other big thing that that neither of our lovely guests touched upon which is just like why would i care to have this effect in Najila? like what am i cascading mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. um you know yidris as a deck and and one imagines abaddon as a deck too depending on how you would brew it would be built to really leverage that cascading effect um such that you know you're going to be able to cascade your one drops into some of the more powerful zero drops um or or you know alternate casting cost no mana cost spells um like profane tutor type stuff um right but like those are not cards that i want to play in Najila, and like i am not particularly excited by the prospect of needing to play my five mana spell so that i can like cascade my <laughs> to a two mana demonic tutor. three mana um <laughs> whatever value engine type cards into counter spells like what right. am i cascading mm. into right um so it's just thematically doesn't really fit with the deck either um, which is something that neither of the players touched upon. Um, so in addition to, uh, you know, this whole round having been soured from the very start um, because of your pronunciation of Avedon, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to not award nearly as many points as I was okay. allotted oh. for this round. So unfortunately, it's just going to be 50 points for both of the players. 50 points for both of the players, which does not really move the needle a whole lot as we're coming down the stretch. So this is the final card of the evening, and that is Marnius Kalgar, which is a 3-5 legendary Astartes warrior that costs two colorless, white, a blue, and a black. And it has double strike and two different abilities. One is Master Tactician. Whenever one or more tokens enter the battlefield under your control, draw a card. And Chapter Master, which costs six colorless mana to activate, create two, two, two white Astartes Warrior creature tokens with Vigilance. So uh, let me clear the buzzers here for you players. Is this a Najila card? 
Sage, you buzzed in first. Sage is uh, is our friend Marnius here a Najila card? The fact that it says whenever one or more tokens enter the battlefield, draw a card is a just right off the bat is no way. Like if you want to draw cards from your warriors entering the battlefield, like Rite of Harmony exists, Welcoming Vampire exists. You know, those are two or three mana cards that are going to draw you, you know, draw you a card um, for having your, your warriors enter the battlefield. So the fact that this costs five to get that effect is so, so late in the game. It is just not, not worth it. Um, this is not ad nauseum level good card advantage because also, also taking up the five mana slot is terrible. Um, and with the activated ability to make warriors, like that's kind of interesting, but I think he's better as like the head of his own deck as having potentially, you know, an Esper based, uh, you know, scepter combo outlet, but not, not Najila. This is nowhere near ad good. Okay. Ian, your thoughts on, uh, our final card here. Yeah, I'm just going to take this moment to say, Hey audience. You know, I, I know you've listened to a lot of cards here and none of them really being slightly playable, but I really hope you enjoyed the journey. I, I really hope you enjoyed the uh, the fact that a, a one second meme really turned into an entire full length episode. Yeah. I just want to say thanks to Cal for really committing to the bit. Um, <laughs> I really want to say thanks to me for being so clever to put comedian and my own name in it. Uh, I want to thank Sage for, for putting up with the stupid shit that I, we say. And I want to thank Pongo for trying to quantify these into real numbers. Um, no, Marnius Calgar is not an Angela card. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's a, it's a fine enough card on its own. And, uh, I hope to double strike out on this last one here. <laughs> All right. So Pongo, the consensus is no, it is not a Najila card. I'm assuming you also agree with that. No, it is not a Najila card. Yeah, on the whole, I agree with the no. Um, this is one that it, like really hurts to have to say no to, though, because it's such a sweet card. And it's, it is a very, very powerful card. Um, yeah. For four mana, I could see myself trying it out. Um, and probably mm. not being excited still because, um, you know, I, again, I currently don't even play Toski. Um, now it, it is worth mentioning in case it wasn't clear, uh, the master tactician ability and, and the way that interacts with Najila is that Najila, um, each warrior that enters play is like based off is from a separate trigger. Um, so that ends up triggering Marnius Calgar a lot. So you end up, you end up drawing a lot of cards. Um, and the double strike surprisingly relevant as well. Uh, because wait, they're individual triggers. Yes, they're individual mm-hmm. triggers. So neither oh. of our guests perhaps noticed that. Um, so you you would draw a card for each additional warrior that comes into play. Um, so there is a world where this ends up being, let's say, close to ad adnaz levels of card advantage. But you're very much winning at that point already. And I think Sage yeah. uh, raised an excellent point. Uh, to comparing this to Rite of Harmony, which, you know, Rite of Harmony has that exact same effect, that exact same interaction with Najila for two mana, and then you can do it again for four mana at instant speed, so it's a little bit better insulated yeah. against, uh, you know, potential removal, because you just cast it with the mm-hmm. Najila triggers on the stack. Um, you know, you can flash it back if it gets countered, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so, you know, not quite good enough. Again, tweak those knobs a little bit, and this gets this gets close. 
And then, you know, the the six mana mana sync type ability is obviously not something that you're going to really ever activate unless things are going horribly, horribly wrong. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that it's a compelling combination of abilities. And, and I forgot to even mention the double strike or I started on that. Um, you know, the double strike is relevant for things like Rim Hireling, things like Professional Facebreaker. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah, can Derevi. Yeah. yeah, for Derevi, exactly. It's an extra trigger. Um, so it is a nice keyword to have. It's, it's a very broken keyword, in fact. Um, <laughs> so this is actually, I would say, surprisingly close, but, um, you know, still miles away from good enough, um, which, you know, I know that kind of sounds like a little bit like an oxymoron. Perhaps that's, that's mm-hmm. mostly reflective of how much I really <laughs> wanted this card to be good enough, but um it it doesn't quite get there so uh how many points are we giving out to our contestants here for this final card all right well i think the contestants all raised some excellent points um i think that uh you know not missing out on the interaction with Najil's ability uh you know that both of our guests missed that so i won't talk anyone in particular about that um but you know we're, we're we're up at the end of the show here, and I believe it was Sage who buzzed in first, if I'm not mistaken. It was indeed Sage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Sage, I think you're gonna go ahead <laughs> and get seventy-eight points. And Ian, okay, for raising mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. points, I am also going to award you fifty-two points. This is this is so specific. Something's up. I I don't have the point totals in front of me. Okay. Does that make it a tie? Well, let me calculate it, it does, here. I'd be surprised. It's... All right. So the totals are in. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sage, after five rounds of is this a Nigila card competitive play? Uh. Has a total of 373 points. Ian has a total of, drum roll, 378 points. But wait. So Ian. But wait. But wait. Okay. I have three final stars to hand out. Okay. At the end. Three final stars. It's Mario Party. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the worst I put in that rule. <laughs> I have here the coin star to hand out. The coin star goes to Sage for having won the greatest amount of points in any single round. So congratulations, Sage. <laughs> the coin star is worth I'll take it. 420 points. Nice. Word. Nice. nice, nice. nice. <laughs> okay. The minigame star goes mm. to Ian for buzzing nice. in and winning the most rounds Whew. that way. Quick hand, quick hand. And the minigame star <laughs> is worth 469 points. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> and finally, Sexy. the happening star. Drum roll, please. <laughs> What is the happening star? The happening star goes to Ian 
<laughs> for having the best jokes of the Aww. night. Fair, 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 fair. I definitely concede to that. And Ian, <laughs> the happening star mm. is worth another 420 points. Congratulations. Nice, nice, nice. That nice. brings so the much. point totals to Sage 793, a measly 793 points. <laughs> while Ian wow. has a whopping 1,267 <laughs> points. You gotta uh, give him two more points. I, <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> listen, I, I'm just calculating the totals, all right? You know? Uh, but thank you all for uh, joining me on this. Uh, we, you know, as Ian pointed out, we did kind of have a little bit of fun with this on uh, the last set review. And so I figured we could do, since this was a, a lot of warriors in this set, although I will say that uh, there are a couple Buicks in this set as well um, that we definitely did get to talk about. But uh, there are just some stuff in this set that's really cool. Mm-hmm.